This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Thursday, June 8th, 2023. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm David Atkins. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Russia shells Ukrainian city unindated by dam collapse after Zelensky visit. On your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News, Rebecca Law will be in with a Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a sunny 75 degrees. And now on to our top story. With weather systems expected to be hardly budge, the smoky blanket billowing across the U.S. and Canada from wildfires in Quebec and Nova Scotia have should persist today and possibly the weekend. That means at least another day or more of a dystopian-style detour that's chased players from ball fields, actors from Broadway stages, delayed thousands of flights, and sparked a resurgence in mask-wearing and remote work, all while raising concerns about the health effects of prolonged exposure to such bad air. U.S. National Weather Service meteorologist Brian Ramsey says... The weather system that's driving the great Canadian-American smokeout, quote, will probably be hanging around at least for the next few days, unquote. A man with a knife has stabbed four young children at a lakeside park in the French Alps, assaulting at least one in a stroller repeatedly. The prosecutor leading an investigation into the horrific knife attack in the town of Annecy said the children were between 22 months and three years old, suffered life-threatening wounds, and that two adults also were injured today. A suspect identified as 31-year-old Syrian with a refugee status in Sweden was detained. The prosecutor says the attacker's motives remain unknown but do not appear to be terrorism-related. The helplessness of the young victims, who included one Dutch child and another British, and the savagery of the attack sickened France. Ukrainian officials say Russian forces have shelled a southern Ukrainian city that was inundated with a catastrophic, excuse me, catastrophic dam collapse. They said that the force of suspension of some rescue workers hours after President Vladimir Zelensky traveled to the area to assess the damage. At least 14 people have died. Many are homeless and tens of thousands are without drinking water after the Kakova Dam's destruction. Both sides to blame each other for the destruction of the dam in the city of Kyrgyzstan. Repeated Russian shelling echoed overheard near a square where emergency crews and volunteers dispensed aid. Ukraine's Ministry of Internal Affairs said some evacuation points in the city were hit, wounding eight people. Coming up, IBEW Local 317 will host a free fishing event for kids in the Tri-State. That and more news from, from across the Tri-State when New Center 88 returns right after this. Marshall University's sports journalism major offers students the opportunity to develop skills in the exciting areas of print, public relations, or broadcasting. Our curriculum features terrific skill-based courses and prioritizes hands-on experiences that not only expose the students' work to the public, but also to sports journalism professionals who are often willing to provide crucial feedback. Marshall sports journalism majors cover our 15 varsity teams in any media format, including text, online, photo, radio, or video. 
Hands-on real-life experiences come through Marshall's student-powered media, The Parthenon, WMUL Radio, and MUTV, as well as communications campaigns and off-campus internships. The Marshall University School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your sports journalism career. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm David Atkins. West Virginia authorities have charged two men with killing a fellow inmate at Southern Regional Jail. The, reg the Associated Press cited a criminal complaint filed in Raleigh County Magistrate Court in reporting that 28-year-old Lucas Matthew Wagner and 27-year-old Isaiah Marshall McBride have been charged with murder and the death of 79-year-old Douglas Allen Cunningham. The complaint says the men were cellmates with Cunningham, who died in October 2022 after a beating that included being punched, kicked, and jumped on. The newspaper reports McBride was arrested yesterday while Wagner has already was already incarcerated on an unrelated charge. This Saturday and Sunday is West Virginia's free fishing weekend, when fishing does not require a license, decreasing the cost of participation, and drawing more people to the beautiful public waters of the Mountain State. As David Adkins reports, local electrical workers use the opportunity to get tri-state kids involved in the outdoors. Saturday, June 10th, and Sunday, June 11th, fishing in West Virginia does not require a license. Coinciding with Free Fishing Weekend, every year members from Local 317 of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, or IBEW, partner with the Union Sportsman Alliance with the aim to further access to fishing. The Union Sportsman Alliance supports union workers around the country financially for outdoor sports and wildlife conservation efforts. Both organizations accomplish this with the annual Tri-State Take Kids Fishing Day event that provides a free lunch and fishing gear at Barbersville Park. There's a chance of catching just about anything. Bluegill, bass, catfish, crappie, they're there in the lake. That's Josh Bills, an organizer with the Huntington's IBEW Local 317. He says that the event is an opportunity to connect kids with the outdoors. It may be something that you're hooked on, end up having a lifelong love affair with the outdoors, and this might be the spark that gets the fire going. Bill says that seeing how happy kids are when they receive their brand new fishing poles creates good memories every year. Unfortunately, the tri-state area, you know, we're kind of an underprivileged part of the country. A lot of kids that may not have access or the resources to go fishing. So giving them a fishing pole and saying, hey, here, this is yours to take home. You can go fishing with it anytime you want to. We feel like that's a big help for people that may not have access to something like that unless somebody helps them out. The 5th Annual Tri-State Take Kids Fishing Day is Saturday, June 10th from 8 to 10.30 a.m. at the Barbersville Park. Pre-registration, as well as a parent, guardian, or chaperone are required for participants. For News Center 88, I'm David Atkins. Thanks, David. Annual Tri-State Take Kids Fishing Day is Saturday, June 10th from 8 to 10.30 a.m. Registration for the event can be found at www.fishwv.eventbrite.com. Coming up next, Trump braces for possible federal charges after being warned he's a target of documents probe. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us.
Hi, this is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm David Atkins. A growing number of states are decriminalizing fentanyl testing strips, seeking to protect people who use drugs from unwitting exposure to the highly potent synthetic opiate ravaging the U.S. with overdose deaths. The strips have the support of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as a way to help prevent fentanyl overdoses. But the strips are still technically illegal in some states under drug paraphernalia laws dating back decades. Now at least 20 states, including Ohio, Mississippi, and Pennsylvania just this year have legalized the test strips in a bid to combat rising deaths from the ever-present opiate crisis. After years of criticizing mail voting and so-called ballot harvesting as ripe for fraud, Republicans at the top of the party want to change course. They are poised to launch aggressive get-out-the-vote campaigns for 2024 that employed just those strategies, attempting to match the emphasis on early voting Democrats who have used for years to lock in their supporters well ahead of Election Day. The goal is to persuade voters who support GOP candidates that early voting techniques are secure and to make sure that they are able to return their ballots in time to be counted. It marks a notable shift from rhetoric surrounding the 2020 election. Former President Donald Trump and his aides are bracing for a potential indictment in the classified documents investigation as prosecutors handling the probe have been spotted at a Miami courthouse where a grand jury has been hearing from witnesses. Trump's lawyers have been told he is a target of the investigation, the clearest indication yet that criminal charges could be coming soon, according to one person familiar with the matter. In an effort to get ahead of a potential indictment, aides have been reaching out to Trump allies in Congress to be prepared to go on television and offer defenses of the former president, according to another person familiar with the matter. Coming up next, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when News Center 88 returns right after this. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 75 degrees. Today, the high is 75 and the low is 49 degrees. The winds today have helped beat the heat, and tonight we should see partly cloudy skies and some haziness. Friday, the high will be 78 and the low will be 52 degrees. 
Except for some afternoon clouds, it will be mainly sunny with winds up to 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow night, the skies will be clear and the winds will be light and variable. Looking into the weekend, the high Saturday will be 84 and the low will be 57 degrees, with sunshine and light winds all day. Sunday, the high will be 85 and the low will be 64 degrees. There is currently a 58% chance of rain in the morning hours, with occasional showers in the afternoon. Then in the evening, we will see scattered thunderstorms, especially in the later evening. The weather word of the day is hygrometer. The hygrometer is an instrument designed to measure the water vapor content and relative humidity in the atmosphere. Leonardo da Vinci built the first version of the hygrometer back in the 15th century, and I must say, what an impressive turtle. Thank you to weather.com and weatherology.com for this information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 75 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law. Thanks, Rebecca. Coming up, very last warning for 82-year-old German convicted of dealing drugs. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. And finally, today on New Center 88, a German court says it is giving an 82-year-old man a, quote, very last warning, unquote, to avoid jail after he was found guilty of dealing, of drug dealing. Despite 24 previous convictions, the, the retired seaman, who said he wanted to improve his meager $855 monthly pension by selling marijuana, was handed a suspended sentence by a court in the northern town of Ork on Monday. German news agency DPA reported the prosecutors had asked the court to impose a prison term of 34 months in view of the man's lengthy criminal record and an existing suspended sentence. But judges said they would make an exception and classify the latest crimes as, quote, less serious offenses, unquote, due to the man's particular circumstances and recent health problems. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For David Adkins, Rebecca Law, Nathaniel Hara, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is... My message to myself is always, if you don't believe in yourself, do will. John Moran.